1: We are Guys in Short Sports. Galaxy came back, scored a
0: nice go. team goal. What's Beautiful. a team goal? It comes off of one person's foot. <laughs> We're part sports cast. I don't think Babe
1: Ruth ever hit a home run into a waterfall. Then he never played in a real stadium. Part backyard barbecue. USA! And USA. all LA sports.
0: Dodger Stadium has a tradition also. They've hosted eight World Series.
1: Guys in shorts, bringing you everything you need to know in LA sports. I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. And some of the stuff you probably didn't. <laughs> How do did we get there? Guys in shorts. find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. It's the Guys in Shorts Kings show. If you're a Kings fan and you want to stay up to date on everything going on with your team, you're in the right place. We've got scores, stats, news, and this week we have an interview with writer of the King's Corner from AM570, Darren Pfeiffer. That's pretty good, right? Hey, yes. Yeah. Not a bad Move show. I gotta be honest. Over the past week, the Kings have gone 2-1 and one with overtime wins against both the Sharks and Wild, and a 4-0 loss to the Red Wings. Ugh. Also, at time of recording, the Kings are playing the Stars, so we have the game on in the studio and we promise to do our best to focus on the show and not just the game, right gentlemen? No promises. <laughs> uh, uh, focus, focus. I am Jeff Wilson and that is James Whitlock. Hello,
0: and Jordan Heckman.
3: (laughs) You can't even get the. Once it hits your lips, it
1: tastes so good. (laughs) Dennis Wilson.
0: That Jeff Carter's so hot right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is a recipe for disaster. Putting a Kings game on while we're trying to record with you guys. I'm sorry. Were you saying something, Jeff? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I barely got my
2: beer (laughs) open (laughs) in time. You were late.
1: (laughs) Ah, so Darren Pfeiffer, we got a call. Uh, In with him. He's actually at the game tonight, but he is being so kind as to call between periods, uh, which is pretty cool because – this guy writes for AM five seventy on their Kings Corner. Jordan, you hooked this up? Yeah,
4: huh? he, uh, he used to work for the Kings uh, back ninety uh, eight through two thousand two. Uh, I believe he wrote some music for him or something like that, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Uh, he's been a Kings fan for a long time, so
1: yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm,
4: I'm definitely excited. excited. To talk yeah, to him. for sure. Yeah, huh?
1: he'll, he'll bring a lot of knowledge to a, to the show and all our listeners. Oh, Good yeah. stuff. We are at halfway through the season, gentlemen. Sitting at 20 and 16 with 44 points. We're fifth in our division behind the hated San Jose and the hated Anaheim. And then a couple of Canadian teams that are, of course, hated because they're from Canada. (laughs) 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 Uh, Knock the fucks. If you guys didn't know, Jeff hates Canada. But let's talk about this past week. We had the Sharks, the Red Wings, and the Wild. What happened? Uh, we won two games, so that was cool. It's exciting. Yeah, it's always good.
4: We uh, beat the Sharks. Uh, We came off uh, a head-to-head to to the Sharks um, last week, and then uh, this week we uh, headed up to San Jose. and we won 2 to 1 and, and that means you were wrong
2: that does mean you were wrong you, you were
4: wrong
1: you called a loss against San Jose Jordan Boom. anyways <laughs> pretty exciting though. we let's agreed. let's not blow past that two in a row wins yeah, against, uh, the against the sharks the sharks who we have not beaten good. this
4: season until last uh, saturday
2: hey cliff did you hear that I don't know, let's just <laughs> let that settle in for you okay let's move on
4: yeah well cuz we know Cl- uh cliffs what our biggest fan right <laughs> <laughs> He's a Sharks fan. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, anyways, uh, to start start that uh, that game off, uh, we scored a, a power play goal, which is great. Um, we've actually scored six power play goals. Uh, our, we, we scored power play goals in six consecutive games against the Sharks, um, which that's uh, been kind of one of our sore stats uh, this year. So it's kind of nice to kind of buffer that a, a little bit against a team like the Sharks. I wrote down here uh, Couture has a stupid face um, because he does. <laughs> that's- <laughs> That's important.
1: That's an important yeah. fact for all the listeners out there. Good Absolutely, stuff. he's and not lying. No, it's it's bad. I, it looks.
4: I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's it looks just, like it's bad. Yeah, it's bad.
1: Just stupid.
4: Uh, we did win that game in overtime, so we extended our overtime goal to seven and one this season, which is, uh, if I recall correctly, that is league leading. It's always nice to oh. lead in stats. But gave him a damn Indeed. point. Yeah, that's true. It does suck giving uh, someone in our division a point, but it's always good to get the two points. So, um, And then after that, uh, apparently we forgot how to play hockey.
2: No, Oof. just that, cough did. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Foxy? Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> Tweeners.
4: Um, yeah, so we, uh, we shit the bed against the Red Wings, which I thought was a very winnable game. It was our easiest game of the week. Should have um, been. Yeah, well, it should have been. But that's kind of been the thing for the Kings the last three or four years, man, is we just kind of play to our competition.
0: Yeah, yeah. but you, Whether, want, you want to blame Zadkoff, but uh, I, I went to Jordan Heckman's School of Hockey, and yep. he taught me that you have to score goals <laughs> to win games, and when you get that blamed, you won um, yes. a game.
2: And I'll tell you what, we, we we had some Twitter discussion going on that night, and it you know it's true that the, the Kings team fell apart which we do when we expect to win games, uh, but then uh, you know, we still have to look at you know, your goalie's gotta be gotta be putting up numbers and, and Yeah,
4: I mean but too at the same time, we need to put some goals
1: absolutely together as well yeah, too. Yeah, if we score zero,
2: we're not gonna win games. Yeah. Wait,
1: real quick before we blow past this, James, you got into a heated Twitter discussion. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Why don't my, you
1: fill us in on what happened?
2: My new friends over at Fro- Frozen Royalty and, uh, in fact, Chip Fox even jumped in on it. <laughs> but um, everybody was, you know, really kind of a getting upset that Zadkoff was doing, you know, poorly in the game. Um, part of the numbers, yeah. you know, and averaging 75, 80% uh, shots saved. And, every, and they were coming to his defense. I, I felt like almost to help him save face, but he's so far this year become a subpar goalie. Yeah. He's under 90%. And in that game, 81% save percentage is not going to no. win you games either.
4: And I I, th- I think the reason why they, they put him in against Detroit is because he is from Detroit. And that and that worked well the last time when we played in Detroit. He actually showed up and had a really good game. Uh, but th- th- it just didn't work when it was in L.A. And um, I don't know. I, I just think we just play differently in front of Zadkoff. Because I don't think really we trust them, uh, so we kind of have to play a different game which leads to us not scoring goals because we're more defensively minded as opposed to being like hey, I agree we, with that we yeah, can give you know some you know leeway back there and uh, maybe
2: try and score some goals. We don't Top take as many take chances right there. I it, like it. There's uh, just not a lot of confidence without quick and goal.
4: Yeah, or even Budai now. I mean, the last eight games, Budai has been a sub two uh, goals a lot of games, and it's it's. I think he got pulled up to uh, the All Star game. Well, you, I think a couple days ago.
2: You uh you play with someone for so long that you got to kind when you have to change up your game because of the way, you know, that a key player on the team is playing then sure. You know, your goalie's in there the entire game where every other player's is in, in and out on shift. So. Yeah.
1: And then we played the Wild and won.
4: Yeah. Uh so the Wild they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Um them and the Blue Jackets.
1: Yeah, Dennis, um, you thought we were going to drop that one. Yeah, I caught that one wrong. I mm-hmm. love being wrong about
0: that. though. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
4: I'm, I'll be wrong about the sharks all damn day if it's me calling a the freaking loss.
0: Um, That's still anyways. you saying the sharks are going to win, which fuck you. And you're wearing a <laughs> sharks colored
2: hat too. <laughs> Am that I? kind of yeah, kind of a uh, Travis Matthews. But it's shark Travis colored. Matthews.
1: Teal is not allowed in this room.
4: I'm sorry. Agreed. <laughs> Anyways, back to the wild game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are undefeated when we're in the 50th anniversary jerseys. Really? Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a fact. Didn't uh, th- Saturday games. Something like eight 0 or something like that, or seven or no, or however many Saturday games we've played. Uh, we haven't lost a game yet. Uh, some of them have been close, including this one. Uh, we won four to three in overtime. Uh, we started off zero and two, and it looked like a repeat of the of uh, the game against Detroit. Got a little scary. The Wild also had the fourth best record uh, on the road this season, so that that's a scary game coming in, even though we actually have one of the best uh, records in the league at home. Uh, having a, a team like that come in who's been so hot, who's coming off a 12-game win streak uh, the prior week, uh, it, it, it was a really good win. Also, Muzzin got a power play goal. That was pretty cool. I know everyone's kind of been shitting on him a, a bit this year, but I'm still on train, Muzzin, or the Muzzin train? You
2: want to? I yeah. guess. There's been you some. Do a train? There,
1: yeah. No, <laughs> there's
0: been some trade. Not talk. that kind of love couch. What's the What's the trade talk that's been? Uh, that? I don't know, Dennis. You're kind of the one there that were, brought it up. There's been talks about uh, trying to get Duchesne out of uh, Colorado, but it would require moving Muzzin, Kempe, and probably a, a pick or something like that. Most sports writers seem to think that. Uh, Kings would move Martinez before Muzzin. I would disagree with that. I
2: do not agree either.
0: So I don't know, it's an interesting interesting thought, but nothing will probably happen with that that particular trade. But yeah. yeah. It's well, interesting th- to think about. Two on
4: that point, there there has been um actually Colorado Scouts uh, at the Kings games. Um oh, and, really? in, in fact I think there's about three of them at the game tonight. Uh, So I think they are heavily scouting either Martinez or Muslin. So I I think it's something that Colorado might be a little more serious about uh, with us, whether we want to make a big blockbuster trade like that before the um, expansion draft. I don't know if that's the smartest thing, but I I think it's it's getting to the point where Dean Lombardi realizes he needs to make some sort of splash. Uh, If we're going to stop hovering around this 500 business and – Make a playoff run. I I think he thinks he he might need to make some sort of move.
0: I I read an interesting article. I forget where it was, but it was something along the lines of, like, why the Kings miss Quick. It kind of goes into the stats of where the Kings have been all season long. And basically, you have Toffoli out, you have Quick out. Uh, We just got McNabb back. Kopitar's starting to find his game. Gabrick's back, starting to find his game and we're basically a 500 team. When we get Quick back and we get to Foley back and you go from having your goaltending duo being Budai and Zadkoff to Quick and Budai, what does that do for the confidence of your team? Sure. You get oh, Foley yeah. back. We're, we're pretty scary when the team is back. It's just a matter of when is Quick coming back? Well, when is Toffoli coming back? And we have Carter that is freaking on fire right now. I mean, I got a couple stats here. Uh, before Pearson's game-winner against the Wild, Carter was involved in the the previous six goals, whether he had an assist or scored. And he's making it happen. He had three points against the Wild, and in just this past week, five points. And the Kings didn't put up a point in one of those games. So in two games, he had five points. The dude's a, he's on fire yeah. right now. So if he stays hot and we get some some other guys moving... We're not all that bad, but we have a surplus of defensemen, and not so much on the offensive side. I think we have the ability to make a move. Sure, and I, I think too part of the problem that you
4: kind of reach on on maybe once we get everybody back and everybody healthy, whether you know it's quick and Foley and Kopitar finally comes around. We haven't put together a solid sixty minutes of hockey. We've put together a good. 40 minutes and arguably 50 minutes. Uh, But if we put together a good 60 minutes of hockey, if we can do that in the playoffs,
0: I think we're unstoppable,
4: honestly. I really do.
0: We've done it once this season.
4: I think it was the Sharks
0: game. But even then, I mean, they kind of came back in the third period. And 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 Things like that are going to happen. It was still – they came back and gave us a run for our money, but it was still good defense. They didn't allow a goal. Yeah, they were all over us, but we held up. Yeah. We stood up, and we didn't let them get it. Sure. I, I still think that was the the one game that I've seen that was a solid sixty minutes, and I I agree that no other game has been a solid sixty, at least that I've seen.
1: So. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We've heard enough from you guys for oh, a while. Come on. We need Aww. we need to let someone else give their say on the Kings. We are fortunate enough to have on the phone with us from AM five seventy. He writes the Kings Corner, which is an awesome segment. You got to check it out. Darren Pfeiffer. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How you doing, man? How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for taking the time with us.
3: Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I mean, I can talk about hockey and or Kings hockey for hours. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Perfect.
1: Awesome. Well, we know your time is short, so we'll uh, we'll get right to it. Darren, why don't you tell us about your background with the Kings and how you came to become a writer for uh, AM570?
3: Yeah, I uh, worked for the Kings from 2000, uh, oh, 1998, sorry, 1998 to 2002 uh their director of marketing and pr asked you know for you to write some music they were looking for somebody to work in game presentation and i uh, wrote a couple of pieces of music that were heavy metal based and the guy loved them and paid me a, a, a long story short paid me a bunch of money and and made me gave me season tickets and it was just Oh, I got all that. Yeah, that doesn't suck. How do we get back? Yeah, <laughs> like, they, need, they needed a rally song, they needed a goal-scoring song, they needed to come on the ice song, they needed to come off the ice song, they needed other little pieces of imaging, musical imaging, so I just kept writing these pieces, and he's like, this is cool, we record it and bring it to me, it's great, and so, you know, I got passes and tickets, and I went to all the events, and I got to know the players, and and it was just a, a, a dream job for four years. And then Heck I moved yeah. to Toronto with my, with my wife. And, and since then I'm back now, I work for, uh, I Heart media, I Heart radio and, um, and, at, at, uh, Alt 98 seven. And then through being in the building, I went down to, um, To AM five seventy, I said, "You guys don't cover the Kings," and they're like, "Well, no one cares about the Kings." And I'm like, "Well, you're you're totally wrong. (laughs) You're You're wrong. Yes, you are wrong." (laughs) So for six months or a year, about a six months to a year, I was just bugging them every single week, like, "Hey, you gotta cover the Kings." They're like. Look, your persistence is paying off. You know, we'll give you a blog, and you can write about it. You can t- you can, t- you, can t- you can tweet about it. And you can you know that's about as far as we're willing to go. You're gonna take it? I go. Do I get to go to the games? He's like, yeah, you're gonna press pass. I'm like, done. Sold. Yes. There <laughs> it is. There it <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. So, so since then, I've been coming, coming, to the games and writing, writing pre-game and post-game reports. But I'm doing it with a little bit of a flair. I'm not. I'm doing it from a homer base. I'm definitely writing. From, a, from my from my bias, I'm, I'm like full on Kings fan. I'm Good. not the guy in the middle.
2: Good, because you know,
3: King, you know if you listen, to go on the NHL or ESPN or any Fox Sports, everyone's like kind of neutral. You know, they just kind of this guy scored this goal, this guy took this penalty, this and this and this and that. Well, you know that's that's kind of boring. So I'm like, so like for example, I'm writing a report about the Stars. A team I loathe with every fiber of my being. Um, <laughs> Good man. because I'm a, as I'm born and raised in Buffalo, and they scored uh, the, the foot in the crease goal in 1999, and the no, you know if you remember, no goal, no goal, but they, it was a goal, and the Sabers lost the cup to the to the Stars, and I'm still really, really bitter about it. So, so I mean, you know, I'm a Kings fan. I grew up in Buffalo. Uh, I'm still bitter about that Stars victory in 1999. So I'm writing my report, and whenever I mention the Stars, I'm putting. In parentheses, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, so and I, just, I start off my—I'm starting off my writing with. I'm sorry, I, I have a lot of hockey hate for this team, and I want them to just suffer as, uh, immense pain. But I love that um, you know. And I'm—I'm and I, interjecting musical references and movie references and pop culture references what wherever is- possible. I want it to be. The non-sports report, report. You know, I want it to be something that's a little off the beaten path. Very something cool. that has so, a little color to it.
1: So you you mentioned your musical background uh, and the fact that we actually have a drummer in on our show as well. Dennis uh, played drums in a band. So you were the drummer for Goldfinger, right?
3: Yeah, for twenty two, twenty three years, I, I did that. <laughs> that's right, awesome. and and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Unfortunately, it, uh, I mean, I'm not going to get into to, to the whole story of Goldfinger, but it's uh, it's kind of falling apart. For 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 reasons I won't get into, but yeah, uh, I've I, everybody in the band has moved away uh, from the band. Uh, like I said, it's, yeah. it's let, let's just put it this way: it's really tough being in a band. It's really really hard. Uh, as as you, know, as, can you know, to it's, that it's, I it's, think it's, it's, you got four guys, you got yeah. five guys. Everyone's got egos and attitudes, and and usually it's the singer that's the problem. And in this case, <laughs> that that's kind of that's kind of what it was. It's just hard dealing hard dealing with with a certain someone, and it's. Uh, it's not a it's not a lot of fun anymore. So everyone has kind of just moved away and did other things. I'm, I'm working at uh, iHeart, and Charlie is promoting uh, and getting his producing career off the ground, and Kelly is Lemieux is now playing bass in Buck Cherry. So we're all, we're all keeping busy. And uh, uh, will it ever come back? Uh, probably. I mean, it's, it's going to take some time for. For everyone to to kind of cool down.
1: Well, we'll have our Goldfinger podcast all ready to go when you guys come back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that'll, that'll work. Yeah, so, I, I'll be ready for that.
0: I, I feel your pain on the singers, man. <laughs> so, uh, to, to get on the on the Kings, so far this season, like other than, than quick going down, what do you think is the biggest reason we are where we are right now?
3: You know, let me tell you. Let me let me speak on that, and I got a really good perspective. I mean, yes, quick going down was in the first period of the first game was just a kick in the, a kick in the head. And everyone's like had a collective like, ah, I know not just the fan base, but the team, I think the team were like, ah, oh, come on, really Are you kidding me. Yes. Um, but if you look at the team's historic or the team's historically, when they won the Stanley cup, uh, all those years and in, in 12 and 14, they, they weren't spectacular teams. They, they weren't like high scoring teams. They weren't, the teams were going to blow you, blow you out of the water. Um, they played, you know, hard nosed uh, hockey and they lost some games. They won a few, they came back on a couple, but, you know, in 2012 they were the eighth seed, and then I think in 14 they were six. Uh, so, so they're not like lighting up the Western Conference uh, when it comes to their standings. Uh, right now we're we're holding on to that final wild card spot, and um, getting quick back would help. Uh, but you know, I, I think the biggest problem is if you had to answer your question properly, I suppose the biggest problem we have is scoring goals, and. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but a lot of that falls on Andre Kopitar. He's not producing the way we had hoped after signing that contract. And Gabrick, uh, he missed some time with the foot injury. I get that. But he's come back and scored two goals. Uh, Luckily, Toffoli and Carter and Pearson and some of these other guys are scoring and keeping us in in the mix. But it's got to come down to putting the puck in the net. And when you look at your captain, you take the captaincy off of Dustin Brown and give it to Kopitar. Come on! You got to score more than uh, I think he's got three goals. Yeah, three. Yeah, Sadaguchi's got three goals. I mean, yeah. Come on,
4: like and he's I on a league freaking minimum of, uh, you know, I suppose like ten million dollars. So oh, King um, has five. Yeah, it's true. So uh, on that, what what major change or changes do you think you would make to the team? I, I know we kind of had a uh, you know interesting conversation over text uh, a few days ago.
3: Oh, that's a good question. You know, I said this early on going into the preseason, and when you win two Stanley Cups it, it, it kind of gives a guy uh, a free pass for at least a couple of years. But I wonder if Sutter's message isn't getting through anymore. I, 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 you look at some of these guys that can run and gun, and I, I kind of want them to run and gun. You look at Edmonton, for example. they got a coach now saying, hey, guys, you want to fly? Fly. You've got Connor McDavid. you got Lucic and Eberly and, and Eugene Hopkins and, and some other guys that can put put the puck in the net. And they're saying, go out there. Fly. Okay, hard. Let's play oil or hockey like like we used to in the eighties. Uh, I just wonder if Sutter's message is getting a little old. And like I said, two cups is two cups, and that's great. But I just wonder if if a change might be something that would help this team—a fresh set of coaching uh, strategies.
2: Uh, barring that, which, I don't, which maybe. I don't think is
3: gonna—I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna get rid of Coach Sutter. But you might want to take a look at the um, Ontario rain and 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 look at Mersch. And, and I look at Kempe. I know Kempe's young, and he, he might not be NHL already, But you know, I'll throw him in there for a, a game, see what he can do. Maybe he'll fall flat on his face. Maybe he won't do anything. Maybe he won't keep up. But
2: you don't know unless you try. it? Could it? Yeah. yeah, love that. That's bold. Couldn't, couldn't. So I got a question for you. Other than our two cups, our two glorious cups, what is your go-to favorite experience with the Kings?
3: Oh, that's easy. Um, and this is a really good story, actually. Uh, back in 1994, uh, Goldfinger was just starting up. We were just getting together and learning about each other and writing some songs. We weren't, we weren't even called Goldfinger. It was just a bunch of guys in the room, and uh, I had no money. And I used to take the La Brea bus all the way down into Englewood and get off on Manchester and walk the mile to uh, the forum. And I would circle the forum until a door opened up and I'd go in and just find a seat. If, Love that. if there were no seats, I'd, I'd sit with the handicapped guys and make friends with those guys and just kind of sit with them because there's always an open seat there. Well, on um, <laughs> April, I think the date is I think the date was April. Sorry, March 14th. Um, yeah, March 14th, 1994. Gretzky was chasing uh, uh, Gordie Howell for the goal scoring record. He had 801, and 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 I remember circling the forum and and the door opened and I grabbed it and a guy in a red security jacket's like, "Hey, wh- what do you want?" I said, Oh, I'm just trying to get in, man. Give a guy a break. I don't have any money. I'm a big fan. He goes, Get out. He goes, I'll tell you what. The door's going to kick open in a couple minutes. There's going to be another guy in another red jacket. Give him, give him, he goes, How much do you got? I go, I got like 20 bucks. He goes, Fine. Give him 20 bucks and you're in the building and you're on your own. I go, Okay, cool. That sounds great. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And the door flies open and I run and I grab it and I put my fingers just as it closes and I open it up and I go in and there's nobody standing there with a red jacket on. So I stand against the wall like a goon. I'm waiting for some guy in a red jacket to go, give me 20 bucks. No one shows up. So I'm like, you know what? F it. I go, F this. So I just start walking and I'm walking and I look on the ground and I see a season ticket. It had the Canucks logo and the, and the Kings logo. And I was like, oh, that's a nice little uh, souvenir. I put it in my pocket. No more than a minute later, I get grabbed by two guys in the red jacket. And they spit me around and they go, and then the guy in a black security coat goes, that him. And the guy goes, yeah, that's him. I saw him sneak in. I pull out of my pocket the season ticket, and I go, I'm a season ticket holder. Get your blank, Chance blank hands that. off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I go, unhand me, sir. And, 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 and then I walk away sweating bullets. <laughs> That's great. Sweating bullets. And I sit I sit with the handicapped folks, and by that point, they know my name. Going, hey, Darren, good to see you. And I watch that score that glorious goal on Kirk McLean. Oh. And um, I think the Kings just scored. I hear a whistle a uh, horn. So, um, he scored that great goal and, um, it was, it was glorious. They stopped the game and his parents came on the ice and they gave him a little clack or a trophy or something. And he spoke. And it was just one of those moments. Whenever I see Gretzky, actually I went to his, uh, restaurant. I lived in Toronto for years and I went to his restaurant reopening and I had the ticket and I got up to him. I got up to him and I said, Hey, um, you might remember this game. And he looks at me and he goes, how'd you get this? And I go, I was at the game. He's like, He's like, oh, hold on to that. But <laughs> he signed it, and I and I, oh, placed, I placed it in plastic, and so it's one of my uh, prized possessions. That's very cool. Very great great that's, story. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was definitely a great story, and definitely besides the cups, of course, which I was at the 14 cup, I was at the 12, but um, uh, that 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 seeing Gretzky score that historical it was definitely one of my king highlights. I was also at the uh, fr- the frenzy on Figueroa against Detroit. I was at that game. Nice,
0: snuck in probably. When,
3: cool. they came, <laughs> when they came back from when they, when they came back from three goals in the playoffs against Osgood and the Red Wings, that was awesome.
4: So you mentioned earlier being from Buffalo, being a Sabers fan, and um, how did you feel when uh, we played the Sabers was three weeks ago, and we ended up getting blown out? Like, what sort of feelings were going through your head being fans of both teams?
3: It's uh that's another good question. You know, it's tough because growing up, my as a little kid, I was a Sabres fan. I loved the Sabers and. Um, it was tough to watch. I mean, I ultimately, I, I want this game to ta- be tied um, and, and then go to a shootout and then the Kings win. Uh, Sabres get that point that they need and the Kings get the two points that they need to keep. That's fair. You no, know, cause the Sabres aren't going to win the the cup this year. They're probably not going to make the playoffs, but I want them to at least, uh, be competitive enough to get close to make a step forward, but you know now that they got Eichel and, and, uh, but the Kings really needed that those two points. So when they lost that game, I was disappointed. I was a little bummed out.
4: Sure, and especially in the fashion that they lost it too, it was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, getting smoked. Yeah, definitely.
1: Just so you know, the Kings did score. If you didn't already see, we got the game on in here. We're we're uh, we're watching. Who we got the goal? And- oh, it was Brown
3: Oh, good. Well, good. Maybe we should give him the captaincy. <laughs> <laughs> or send him
1: to Vegas. Who knows? <laughs> well, we know you got to get back to the game, but ah! before you do. Uh oh, Dallas goal. Ugh. Dallas goal. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I got.
3: I probably, I probably should go back to work. Yeah, you, you
1: got to get going. But uh, thanks so much for taking the time with us. J- just real quick, uh, let us all know how we can find you on social media. Listeners can
3: uh, can check you out. And yeah, on Twitter, on Twitter and on Instagram, it's uh, at Kings Corner ninety nine. That's corner with a uh, with a K. So Kings Corner ninety nine on Twitter and Instagram, and there's a Facebook page, they'll so like it. And I'm personally on Twitter at Darren ninety nine D A R R I N nine nine. There's a theme there with a ninety nine, right? Uh, so,
4: <laughs> Go Gretzky.
3: I mean, he's, he's he's my favorite player of all time, and I don't care who comes along or how great they are. Uh, Gretzky's number one in my mind. He's the best ever of all time, and, and the Real fact quick, that I got to know him. And
4: I did hear that you proposed to a cardboard cutout of him once on stage. Is this true?
3: I did I did. And I, actually, I, I wrote a song about him too Did you guys hear the song I wrote about him? We did him? not, wow. no, we'll definitely have to look it up Look it up, it's called The Only Man I'd Have Sex With <laughs> Or oh, the, or, or just it. Goldfinger, the Wayne Gretzky song that that also oh, is, okay perfect. That is you Google awesome. it. So an acoustic song. He's heard it, and whenever <laughs> I see him, uh, we always have a, uh, a funny little uncomfortable laugh. About. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's so
1: awesome. That's great. Ah, Darren Pfeiffer, Thanks so much.
3: Appreciate
1: you taking the time with us. Thank you.
3: Thanks, guys. This was yeah. a lot of fun. I mean, we can talk Kings hockey for hours. But yeah, uh, I'll come on towards the end of the season when we've secured a playoff spot. Yeah, please, please do. do. Love it. We'll for talk sure. to you then. Always think positive, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll keep in touch. All right, boys. Stay in touch, okay? Yep. We'll do. Thanks, Thanks, Darren. Go, Kings, go. Go, Go Kings, Kings go. go.
1: Cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For sure. Great interview. And, And interesting how he transitioned from music into Kings. That's
4: yeah. pretty awesome. He's like, yeah, they asked me and they paid me a lot of money, so I did it.
2: <laughs> Here's and some money me, and some, and some me tickets. tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what yeah. a way to do it. <laughs>
4: That's rad. I would love to hear some of that old, like, you no, know, you know, goal songs and stuff like that to see what you yeah. know how it kind of compares to what's anything, going on. So.
1: I like how his favorite King's memory wasn't something that uh, the Kings that <laughs> All of us knew, like it was like a like a more intimate, yeah.
4: story, like true fandom.
0: Yeah, yeah! woo, uh, goal, baby. Go for time! Kings, Kings score! Hey, the captain score. did something. On this his age, is, this eight is, is
1: the kind of show you guys get when we're watching the Kings yeah. game as we record, everyone. <laughs> like one of the only Monday. We apologize, but that you're just going to have to live with it. Very cool. And getting rid of Sutter as coach. What do we think about that? I don't Whoa. know if he was... I, I think I Dennis You mentioned that, that before. Yeah, i mentioned though.
0: it before, but I don't know if he was really saying get rid of Sutter. It, he did mention... Changing your your tactics or however you put it, like he, it just kind his like, tactful
1: way of saying, yeah. we need a new coach." I think it was Maybe, uh, the the but. message
2: is stale and and trying to find that new identity or or mix it up enough to where you get you get people that are more aggressive and they and they're fighting for something again. I, yeah. we got we got a lot of core players, and I think uh, you know coming from his message, it's like. You got to shake that up because we've been there, done that. Yeah, um, we talked about this at the beginning of the year. We've been there, done that. We got to do something to be different um, because you can't do what you do and expect the same results.
0: Well, when you're when when you have the non-parity that we've had in in the in the NHL for a while with the Kings winning two, Blackhawks winning three, Penguins yeah. winning two, right? You know, over the past however many years, like the competition figures you out. Sure. You Absolutely. Know, you you need to change. You need You're to a contender adjust.
2: and they're going to watch so, you.
0: So I mean, yeah, we've had the same message, the same system for how many years now. We've been figured out, and, and you get a lot of teams that are kind of
4: copying what we're doing too. Yeah. Like, like you you know, you see a who wasn't a a possession team maybe three or four years ago, and now they they're leading us and all the stuff that like we've been leading the entire league in this entire a mm-hmm. So yeah, um, it a definitely might be a for a change, whether that's a coaching change or whether that's a philosophy change on the coaching. You know, behalf, whether he lets kind of these people like, you know, Kopitar go out and do what he does, um, as opposed to, you know, sticking to a strict system. Um, I think that might be not a terrible idea as well.
2: And talking about his favorite player, uh, uh, Gretzky, that's kind of something Gretzky said at the beginning of this year, too, is is that um, we're, we're now in an NHL that's overcoached. Yeah, and creativity. everything has to fit yeah. into that piece, and and allowing players to be, become more creative makes the game more exciting. And you're going to see breakout players uh, like you, you know, like not like you're seeing now.
1: Good stuff. Good dude. Good interview. Absolutely. Yeah, that nice. was a lot of fun. We got to get him back. Yeah, All right. for sure. All right. It's getting increasingly difficult to get these guys to pay attention <laughs> because the game is now five-four. La's down a goal, and they just pulled Budai. Which what are our thoughts on that?
4: Um,
2: iffy. <laughs> I, I don't like Ed it. Beth? James, I don't
4: uh, like it. you've been watching my Twitter.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 I say you let a goal in, Zach. Koff, we kick you in the nuts.
1: <laughs> but it's it. his birthday. Uh all right. Well, let's make this quick. Uh, what do we got coming up? Yeah, this we week? should make Jordan. it quick. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I see what you did. <laughs> hey, there. That oh, was good. Ah,
4: hashtag dad joke. Ah, there. <laughs> <laughs> Second one tonight. Um, so uh, coming up, we've got this game. Obviously, that uh, once this show airs, uh, it'll be in the past. Hopefully, the Kings win. Uh, then coming Thursday, we've got the Blues coming to town. Um, they are 21, uh, 14 and five, uh, which is pretty decent. Uh, that's about where we're about where we're at. Hopefully, almost exactly where we're at after this game. Um, but they are five ten and one on the road, and five four and one in their last ten. So I think they are mm-hmm. very beatable. Um, I'm gonna chalk that one up as a win. <clears throat> sounds like a win to me. And then Saturday, uh, we have the Winnipeg Jets,
2: Canada. Oh, Canada sounds like a win to me. Yep, your buddy Fooglin is on there. The Fuglin. Oh yeah.
4: Um, they are 1920 and three, so they're just under 500. The French are um, assholes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, they are 9, 12, and 2 on the road and 6 and 4 in their last 10. So they're kind of ebbing and flowing a bit, uh, kind of like we are. Um, I'm going to call that a win as well. Too. Yep. Yep. And uh, Monday, we've got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they are. Win. N- <laughs> Florida sucks. Yeah, it's Florida. Uh, 19, 19, and four uh, sitting at um, eight and 12 on the road, and four, five, one in their last ten. I'm gonna say it. We are going three and zero. We are one of the best teams at home in the league right now. This is a perfect time for us to gain some traction on those effing sharks and those effing ducks and those effing flames and those effing Oilers. And love that
2: that three and zero leads us into another sharks game. It does, yeah. yeah so we build, we build momentum, and then we go and just beat the crap out of just them.
4: Just like a five to one win, just shit
2: down Burns' his throat. Yeah, don't come to our house. Sorry,
0: <laughs> Jordan's fired up. <laughs> Are we
1: all saying three and zero? Oh? Does anybody three zero? Oh. Done. No, I'll go Dennis? three and zero.
0: Oh. I'll go three zero. Oh. Yeah, yes. especially
1: against. All right, Florida. Well, who's gonna buy the beer? Yeah. If, we, <laughs> if
2: we're all saying the same, the flagship. goes Hey, well. yeah, we're gonna win. <laughs> we're gonna win FanDuel this week, and the flagship can buy us beers. Yeah, sure.
0: Perfect. So the you know, we're gonna beat Florida. You know why? Why is that? Florida a lot, sucks. A lot of Canadians go there to retire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, more reason. Yep. Uh, Canada, you're the worst.
4: Florida. Which is the reason why their attendance sucks.
2: <laughs> and Stamkos is out. Uh, That's true. Yeah,
0: he's still out, right? Yeah.
2: He, he's a pretty man, isn't he? Uh, uh, so, any, so uh, going back to hockey. <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what just happened?
4: Hashtag no homo.
1: All right, seriously. <laughs> we better get out of on here. On that Get note. back to watching the game. <laughs> uh, we are the Guys in Shorts King Show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at G-I-S Kings Show. And also, be sure to check in with Darren Pfeiffer. Again, thank you, Darren, for... All right. Awesome yeah. interview. We
2: appreciate that. Good job, man.
1: We'll definitely be keeping in touch with him and and bring him back on the show later this season if he'll do it. Which sounds like he was up for it. It was his idea. So yeah. Okay, let's
0: do it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I am Jeff Wilson. That's James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, and Dennis Wilson saying, "Go
2: Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go!" Together we are